Welcome to Future Eclipse. This is our first episode, so we're going to be giving a brief introduction to the to myself and to my co-host, my son Calvin. That's right, exactly. So, how's everybody out there doing today? How are you doing, Calvin? I'm doing all right. You? Yeah, oh, not bad, not bad. We're definitely living in uh, exciting times at the moment. Interesting as well, I'd say. Yeah, definitely interesting. Lots going on in the U.S. political front at the moment. I'd say the most that's happened in history. Absolutely, absolutely. That people caught on to anyway, like, you know, yeah. this kind of stuff's exactly. been going on for quite some time. Uh, but people are just waking up now, but that's all right. That's okay. Everybody's got their own path, you know, their own journey. So that's yeah, okay. Exactly. We can't uh, we can't really uh, say negative things about that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Everyone adventures on their own pace. Exactly. So, yeah. So, okay. So let's start today by, I'm going to give uh, a brief introduction to to myself and then I'll let uh, Calvin have at it. So, um, Sick. yeah. So let's just see here. So basically, for myself, I uh, I've been I've had a pretty interesting um, journey uh, so far. Um, I am uh, forty eight years old. Forty nine. Sorry, no, forty eight. Yeah, forty eight. I keep forgetting my day, my freaking birthday <laughs> and my age, <laughs> Come which on, isn't Dad. a bad thing, actually. It's not a bad thing, you know. Oh, but I don't feel my age, but, you know, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> you know, good times, good times. Good so, yeah, so, like, for myself, uh, my journey began at a very young age. Uh, it started... Uh, in um, elementary school and I guess the first thing I should really get into is uh, my parents now my parents uh, my father was a um, he came directly from Germany uh, though born in Riga Latvia um, they he, he actually grew up in Germany pre-World War II and um, his father um, Andreas Gower uh, he was actually a Nazi working as a machinist on the rail on the European railway system, uh, forced to do so, uh, which is why my dad uh, and the entire family picked up and left and came to uh, Canada and the U.S. So um, my mom um, is Canadian. Uh, she grew up in southern Ontario, tobacco country. So. Um, yeah, that's that. Nice, nice. How old were you uh, when you started your adventure? When? Like, uh, when you first started, you know, like, experiencing, like, higher stuff. Like, started researching about it. Oh, okay. So, well, so basically my journey started... Like I said earlier, from a, uh, a very young age, it started basically in uh, elementary school. Um, elementary school, I was quite heavily bullied by uh, some older older children in some of the higher grades. 
and um, I always felt that I was a little bit different from everybody uh, in the sense that uh, I was quieter and not as social as most people. I kind of like my space, right? And then... I'm like the same way. What's that? I'm like the same way. Yeah. Uh, now, the really interesting things started happening um, in the third grade for me. Uh, one day... Oh. And this is probably the, the furthest back I can remember. Everything else is... is uh, is blocked for whatever reason. But in the third grade, all of a sudden one day I got pulled out of my class mm -hmm. and I was sent to a special room where I was subject to a pile of different testing, psychological type testing. Uh, none of my other uh, schoolmates were subject to it. And I never really understood why, why that was happening. Mm. So... This lasted probably maybe several weeks, something like this. And then, for whatever reason, when that finished, they threw me into a higher grade. One one oh. higher grade. So I really felt uncomfortable with that because I, obviously I didn't know any, any, other, uh, any of the students in that class, right? Yeah. So I was kind of really, you know, on edge a lot of the time and things like this. So, um, but anyway, that kind of, you know, I got into some fights and the bullying still continued. Actually, it got worse because, uh, the other students were like, oh, you're a geek or a nerd because, you know, you got bumped up to a higher grade. But I actually think something more may have happened and I don't know what it is. Um, oh. and ultimately what, it, what I'm going to do is, um, uh, be, be hypnotized. And see if I can recall any of those memories through the through hip, uh, hypnosis. So um, I'm idea. actually in contact with uh, one of the ladies that's part of our uh, alchemy group through Nicole Froelich's um, uh, website, and she is actually a certified hypnosist, hypnotist. Sorry. So um, just a matter of when and money <laughs> so um that you know my schooling kind of progressed but I, I i bumped around a lot of schools uh the original testing that i was talking about was done at stephen leacock in canada and um i stayed at that school until about grade five in a grade five, I moved to uh, Huntley Centennial outside of our Incarp and um, stayed there for a couple years and then went to Fitzroy Centennial. Um, and then after that, um, once I graduated from there, I went to uh, do my first high school year, grade nine at Earl March in Canada. But then I was such a badass and never went to school because I'd really, I've never really agreed with the indoctrination of the school system. And that's really what I think of it. I don't really think that we're learning a whole pile of useful stuff because, uh, as you may well know, Calvin, uh, a lot of the textbooks and stuff in the, in the, in the libraries and universities and colleges and stuff and schools is all 
three quarters misinformation. Yeah. So I've never cool. felt comfortable learning it. You know what I mean? Like why bother putting a whole pile of useless information in my head? Right. Yeah, exactly. Learn the wrong. You stuff. can actually learn more from the internet than you can from a friggin' school. You know, especially nowadays when you see this BLM stuff being forced upon the kids, younger kids and stuff. It's it's crying shame. You know. You know what's funny? What's that? Okay, so recently after the whole uh, quarantine and then school opened, yep. people have actually, I've noticed, been more, uh, like, smart when it comes to when what they learn, and they don't agree with what the teachers are saying and stuff because, you know, they learn faster by themselves than with the teachers there. Yeah. And with the teachers, I find it actually confuses people more because, you know, it's just based off of a certificate or whatever. It's not really off their skill set. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that, actually. Like, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not really giving us a whole lot of useful information. Yeah. For example... How come they don't teach in high school kids how to do their freaking taxes? Or how to... Why don't they teach grow. people how to eat properly? Eat proper foods. Talk about good foods. And not this GMO stuff that's killing people. Right? Yeah. Things like this. Like, makes no sense. Why, why don't they teach people how to deal with your conscious better? Like, your feelings better? They don't teach that at all. And... Really, that's that's a deterrent, um, because that kind of information empowers us. Exactly, right? and that's exactly what they don't want. Right? And they don't want us with... waking up and understanding that uh, they're a bunch of liars, and uh, we are a whole lot more powerful than uh, what they would like us to believe. Right, and you know what's that's crazy that. With Catholic schools, they've actually banned meditation because it's not a part of the Bible. Yeah, that's and kind of sad. That's it. actually really sad because that's the gateway to understanding yeah, ourselves, exactly. our higher selves, you know, understanding the world better. Um, it's amazing what we can create from our minds, right? Yeah. So, anyway... All right, back to get me back on track here. Um, yep. At age 12, actually, I had a very interesting experience. We had just um, moved into uh, the new family um, a farmhouse my dad had built because we were living in a, a trailer, mobile trailer, for, for that duration. Um, so one night I kind of woke up suddenly. It was kind of weird. And I heard this high-pitched sound. It was like a monotone sound, like a mono sound, but it was high pitched and it was really disturbing. Like it made me get out of bed and I was looking around the house, wondering where the sound was coming from. Cause it was like everywhere hmm. and I uh, looked outside. It was a full moon night. Couldn't see anything in the sky and it kept getting more intense, intense, intense to the point where like, I kind of like, and this is going to sound weird, dude. It's going to sound weird. But I, like, ended up kissing the wall. Kissing the wall. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the sound stopped. 
It was the most bizarre thing. One of the most bizarre things I've I've encountered, actually, and I I have not been able to explain it to this day. So that's another reason I kind of want to get hypnotized to see if we can find out anything about that. But the really interesting thing about that is that around the same time that occurred, the uh, uh, that was about eighty nine ish, nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine. The Carp Guardian. UFO sightings and abduction had started. You were telling me about this. So that is uh, something we're going to get into in one of our next episodes, but uh, definitely a good research. And they actually uh, did an episode on that in the old TV show, Unsolved Mysteries. They, the whole camera crew came up here and the FBI was involved, the CIA, CSIS, like everybody. It was pretty Whoa. crazy. So it wasn't until this guy called The Guardian sent a couple of people a package with a pile of information, and then it really started uh, becoming interesting. So um, as far as I'm concerned, it was a negative, uh, non-belevolent ET race um, uh, kidnapping a human and doing whatever with them, you know what I mean? Which is pretty Pretty sickening, but... uh, Shit like that. Yeah, so anyway, that's, uh, that was that experience there. And uh, one, of the, one of the shows, actually, that started when I was younger that really got me into uh, the paranormal and um, extraterrestrials and UFOs was uh, actually The X-Files. Um, for many people, I think that was an eye-opener um, for a lot of things, and... Uh, Kind of opened up a new area of, of um, research, right? Because uh, Chris Carter, the um, creator of the show, was actually approached after the first season by the FBI because he was hitting too close to home. <laughs> oh, really? With some of the shows. Yeah, the first season of The X-Files, like, it's pretty awesome. So, uh, anyway, and then after that, I kind of, uh, you know... Uh, I met my ex-wife, uh, we were together for about 10 years and uh, we had our child and that's a whole nother nightmare, but um, that divorce and the situation with her opened up the research for me into Canadian law because a lot of the courts in, in Canada are, are pro-women against men. Men always get screwed when it comes to custody battles, in, in most cases anyway. And really, it's for no reason, right? Like, you know, they asked me to pay a retarded amount of friggin' money, right? I, 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 like, I don't mind paying child support, but within reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Has so, like, I pay so much right now, it's hard for me actually to survive, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And then, you know, I met your mom and then had you two kids, uh, which is interesting in itself because of what the stuff that my ex-wife was pulling, like, you should all understand that my ex-wife does not let me see my child. <laughs> and it's been like that since yeah. day one, basically, for various reasons. You know, she just seems to think that um, she doesn't have to, you know, even though I pay child support and all this stuff. So it's, it's pretty yeah. sad, actually. You know, so anyway, I met your mom, we had you guys, and that was kind of like the the balance, right? Because 
I, I couldn't see my first child, but then when you guys came in, now we have this really great relationship. You know, we're close. Yeah. We trust each other, not only yourself, but Gibson too, right? And yep. um, we have a pretty damn good relationship, you know? I'd say. So, um, you know, it just goes to show you that um, it's, it's the law of... Um, it's like natural law, right? Like, as above, so below, black, white, yin, yang. Like, yeah, exactly. With negative, you always got the positive, right? So, Balance. um, so anyway, um, yeah, and uh, so, uh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. So you should, you all should understand as well. Um, the government has put me in jail for 60 days for trying to expose the truth in court because uh, through my process with my ex-wife, I've been trying to expose the corruption in the Department of Justice. And when you get a little too close to the truth, they kind of throw you in the slammer, right? Yeah. And um, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm due. I'm due a lot of good karma. <laughs> Well, you yeah. know what I mean, right? Like, um, so anyway, come at you at once. Yeah. So anyway, what, what was interesting was, um, before being put in prison, I was actually, I had pulled away from God. Right. Yeah. And that experience brought me back to God because I pretty much read a good portion of the Bible when I was, when I was in there, cause you know, when you're in jail, there's nothing to do. It's so boring, you know, and coincidentally enough, um, I was put into one of the super prisons, uh, in Lindsay, Ontario, which is outside of, uh, Peterborough and that jail holds, uh, 2000 inmates. It's pretty big. It's kind of designed like one of the, um, newer, uh, us jails. They're like pods right? Circular pods. And oh. there's like pie shapes in each, they're cut into pie shapes and each pie shape is a, is a, is a cell section. And in each cell section you have like, uh, I, th I think if I remember correctly, it's like 10 cells per floor and there's the stair that goes up. So you have two levels. Okay. Um, so yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, brought me closer to God and, um, uh, back on the, on the path of the light. Right. And, right. um, now when I came out of there, there were some interesting things going on with the Ukraine. Oh, okay. This is when all the stuff with the Biden was Biden was going on. Uh, the secret space program actually made an appearance which I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but that was the first true sighting of a cigar-shaped craft. Okay, now, I, I shouldn't say true sighting, but uh, the interesting thing about that sighting was that um, when it occurred, there was a, uh, a, um, a website on the internet that all of a sudden released information about this cigar-shaped craft. And how they're made and all this stuff and how much advanced technology was involved in that stuff and then like a day later it was released it was taken down and luckily some people actually caught it and made a recording of it which i will be showing uh in a later uh, podcast 
Uh, oh, really interesting it? stuff. Sorry? Did you get it? Yeah, I've got a link to it. So. Oh, nice. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe next episode or something. So um, then after that, um, I moved to Toronto uh, for about a year and a half, maybe a year and three quarter, uh, because um, there was nothing available in my... Um, in the sector I work, I'm a machinist, so um, Ottawa's a pretty tight place, and there's not a whole lot of shops, and none of them were hiring at the time. So uh, I moved to Toronto to um, to expand um, your view. Yeah, just to kind of get on with it, you know. Which I did really didn't walk because I don't like Toronto that much. Um, yeah, I think it's a very busy city. Um, too many people, right? It's too yeah. way too much noise going on there. And because I'm an empath, I pick up all this stuff, and it's actually really draining on my um, energy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And then after I came back from that in twenty, from that stint in 2016, um, I moved in with Steph, and uh, that roommate. Uh, she was actually part of a joint task force two in Ottawa, which I'm not going to discuss because. Um, I don't want to affect her, um, her, her uh, clearance, right? So you know, if I start talking about that, she could, uh, she could be in serious trouble. I don't want that yeah. for people, obviously. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep, keep my uh, contacts to myself in that respect, right? But yeah, um, exactly. Um, interesting too. Um, prior to me moving to Toronto, I actually worked at um, a company in Ottawa that made. Uh, Armored uh, armor for uh, military vehicles, specifically uh, the recon vehicles and tanks, because um, the U.S. military and U.N. was still in Afghanistan, the Middle East, uh, doing peace patrolling and stuff like that. And there was a big problem with IEDs at that time. So we were we were making uh, armor that protected the troops inside the vehicles. So that was kind of interesting. And with that, I had to get my clearance and. Um, with the clearance, I had to go through CSIS and have an interview with them. So, obviously, I was successful and uh, I did what I did. So, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, once I came back from the uh, from my last Toronto stint, then I started seeing um, my last girlfriend. Um, that lasted for about a, almost a year or whatever. It was, it was a very... It was a good relationship in a lot of respects. I mean, she she was a really good person. She's super smart, you know, um, teaching in the uh, civil engineering program at one of the local colleges in French and uh, made a pile of cash, you know. Um, now, the interesting thing was about that relationship when we broke up, it retaught me how to love people. Because I had also forgotten that. I mean, not in regards to you two, but in regards to yeah. my my uh, personal relationships. Because um, being single for too long can do that to you. Yeah, but it's also the fact that the thing I didn't mention uh, earlier when I was growing up, my dad was very abusive towards me. He yeah. used to beat the living snot out of me um, for big things, small things, didn't really matter. So that really disconnected myself from my parents because as right. soon as you touch your kid in that respect you break the trust 
And yeah. that is a trust that is very difficult to get back. And unfortunately, with for in my case, you know, my dad's and and I's relationship did improve over time, especially in my later years. Uh, but he passed away in October of 2003. So he and I never had a, a, an, an opportunity to reconcile our relationship. And I never will, obviously. So and then when I moved back from Toronto in 2016, my mom passed away a couple of weeks after that, which in itself is kind of coincidental, you know, because uh, that's not something I would have wanted to deal with when I was in Toronto. Because there was a lot of lawyer stuff going on and arranging the funeral and things like that, right? So I was kind of blessed to have it happen when it did, you know. Yeah. I, I was always closer with my mom anyway. Um, I guess you can call me a mama's boy, <laughs> you know, and, and I guess in that respect, it really kind of, it brought me closer to my divine feminine, right? Yeah. Which in, in a lot of things is, is good, right? So, yeah, exactly. um, and then, um, of course, um, when Ingrid and I started seeing each other is when, uh, or when we broke up rather, uh, that's when Q started coming on the scene because President Trump had been elected uh, as president in the U.S. And that just started everything to what you see today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, God. So, anyway, <laughs> I apologize to the audience <laughs> for that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so then um, all this crazy stuff we're seeing now um, started. You know what I mean? And uh, it's not over yet people it's not over yet definitely not you know it's what i mean so um so yeah and uh, you and i calvin um mm -hmm. and gibson have had some interesting sightings oh yeah in our time definitely. um the one specific one i'm 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 thinking of now apparently you weren't there you were off playing with your friend but gibson was there yeah. uh is when um we were camping in Ka in the Calabogie area at Ferguson Farm, um, and Joe and Rachel Rancourt were there with us for the weekend, and uh, it was a Saturday night. We we're all around the campfire at their site, and um, we just kind of all looked up at one point. We saw this kind of like red ball quickly moving across, like across the sky, and it was fairly big, you know, and then... You know, while that was going on, we're all looking at each other too. We're like, what the hell are you guys seeing this? And then all of a sudden it shot off like into space. Like it wasn't no longer going across the sky. It was more in a, in a, uh, a vertical fashion, you know, through the atmosphere out into space. And then it was gone. So um, to this day, we, st we still don't know what that was, but it was very clear. Well, you know what I mean? We have an idea. Yeah, we have an idea. <laughs> That's true. But the bigger question is, is it theirs or was it ours? Right? It's red, so it's hard to tell. Hard to say. That's right. Exactly. And uh, so even this past summer at the at uh, at the cottage, Gibson, or even just you and myself month. saw a couple of, like, there was three of them in the sky that Gibson was the first one to see. And then... He showed us and then, oh yeah, sure enough, there's some high-speed craft moving through the atmosphere, right? Like, super speed. And just making some weird, like, weird movements. Totally abnormal 
making 90 Kinda degree like turns, the, like 90 yeah. degree full on turns, like, like on, a, on a dime. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and then even, um, uh, last week, right where I am right now in the country, I saw three, I had three UFO sightings within two days. The first night, which was a, um, a Friday night. I had just come home from work, and by the way, I worked the night shift, so I worked until 3 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. And I went outside, and I was just looking up in the sky. It was a clear, clear night, and all of a sudden, I see this comet-like object whip across the horizon. And it was just above the tree line. So I went in, and then, no, sorry, I hadn't gone in yet. And then I was still outside, and I was, like, amazed, right? And then I kind of turned a bit. And looked at the house beside us, and just above the horizon on the house, I saw this, like, object in the sky that was like a sparkler. But it was emanating, like, these rainbow-colored sparkles. It was really cool. And it was it only lasted a few seconds, too. So after that, I went in, and I, I went on the Internet to check to see if there was any uh, meteor activity. And there wasn't. So really, that only leaves one thing. Right, it was an unidentified yep. flying object or uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, right? And then yeah. even the day after that, I saw a sim another similar comet-like object, and again, there was no um, meteorological activity. So, very interesting things. And uh, I know um, that the YouTube channel uh, Third Phase of Moon they have been getting like daily piles and piles of videos submitted from people. Um, getting UFOs on tape with their cameras and whatnot. So it's definitely an interesting time. And the um, sightings have definitely increased tenfold over the last oh, year. Yeah. So definitely, definitely something going on there. So now that I've spewed a bit, Calvin, why don't you uh, tell the audience why you're, uh, why you are who you are. Why well, I am who I am. Well, I don't, I don't have an interesting, really, backstory. Sure, I was bullied and all, but not to the point that you were, I'd say. Yeah. But, um, really, uh, started my adventure pretty recently. I'd say last year is when I kind of started picking up on things, started really making sense of stuff. Okay. You know, started asking the real questions like, what am I? What am I doing? Right. These kind of questions, you know. This channel is really important to me because it's telling the truth to people and it should never have been hidden in the first place. Um, this channel's probably the best bet at what me and my dad had of, my dad have of telling people what's really going on in this world, you know shit that's going on all the bad stuff worldwide universal all the energies what people do that kind of stuff uh really so my story goes like this okay so i was born in renfrew or no born in ottawa and then kind of moved around a lot throughout the life lived with my dad and my mom for a while and just mainly lived with my mom and then just shared custody kind of get 
go on every second weekend with my dad. Basic stuff like that. Uh, went to a school named OLF. Got bullied there. Mainly, I'd say around started in grade one from a grade higher than me. Uh, not going to say his name because it's whatever. Uh, but really, it was for like... <laughs> My looks, I was different. I didn't really talk to people much. I was kind of the guy in the background, easy to pick on. So then over the years, kind of got used to it, adapted a little, you know, started making sense of what was happening to me. And then I got fought back, obviously. And, you know, then things started to really change. I went to... Um, Tim Horan's camp in, I think it was 2017 or 2018, that really changed my life around because usually I was treated like shit throughout my whole life with friends and with school, teachers, stuff like that. They didn't really think I was a smart guy, whatever. Uh, but with the camp, you know, everyone was nice to me, started to really make me see you know, the good in the world, the truth. And then when I got back, started treating people better, getting back, getting back good energies. And then when high school came, just kept getting better and better, living my life, you know, motivation. And then around, I'd say two years ago or one year ago, sorry, um, you know, I started looking at the spiritual aspect of life. I started meditating, uh, trying to look for answers, try to find, you know, make sense of what things are, how they work, universal properties, stuff like that. Maybe stuff that school doesn't teach you. And, you know, I kind of got a grasp on that and... I'm just trying to keep my spiritual aspect up during these times because uh, it's, it's pretty tough, especially with what's going on with the world right now. It's pretty crazy, in my opinion. And oh, yeah. I, I don't think this should have really ever happened, but with greedy humans and... This is what happens species, when people believe too much of what the government tells them. And they don't do their research to actually see if what they're being told is accurate. Exactly. And with over time of them just believing, believing, and believing, they put trust into the fake system. And then once the truth is actually out there, it's kind of like, what is this? This isn't real. This is what the officials say. This is what the uh, officials say, I should say. But... It's, it's just crazy why... They would even come up with this kind of world of anger and fear. Enslavement. That's uh, what? exactly what it is. It's enslavement. Ensla yeah, exactly. They're just trying to control <laughs> people with rules and power. Yeah. It's true. Very so, true, you know. Yeah. That's what President Trump is trying to break. I don't care who and tells me what, working. but that's true. It's working. Yeah. America's waking up. The world's waking up. People are starting to see through these faulty actions. You, you know, know uh, 
given given what sorry what President Trump has been through, I don't think it's very hard to see that he is not with a God. Bad guy. With God. Not right? with like, God? That he's with God. Okay. Right? Yeah. Well, of I course. Mean, the guy's had, said, like, what, like, 25 assassination attempts against him? You know, it's pretty crazy. And he just keeps going. Yep. He's, a, he's an he's absolute a beast. Unit. He's a beast. Then he's there's sleepy Joe Biden sleeping in his freaking basement. I don't know how many votes for that guy. Okay, you know, the first presidential election, not election, um, debate? debate between Joe Biden and Trump. Uh, With Chris Biden, Wallace moderating? From Fox News? Yeah. Freaking Biden agreed to not say he's the presidential winner until it is official. That's correct. And look where we are now. Yep, exactly. He's a liar. He's a liar. And I have a few I have a few videos of kind of like the same party or whatever, same kind of baddies, whatever. Yep. Fucking telling the people first like we're gonna change america then we're gonna change the or um let me pull it up give me a second okay it was first we take america then we change the world I think oh that was schumer said. senator schumer yeah yeah schumer yeah that guy's uh yeah we're gonna change the world because they're gonna change the world into a communist society yeah, you know exactly. if you don't think Control. that that's what this whole freaking mask thing is about with the covid you know, you're seriously sleeping still. Yep. Right. The only masks doing anything are the N95 masks, and that is a scientifically proven point. These little cloth masks you slap over your face sick. do nothing. You only need a mask if you're actually sick. Yep. And prolonged use of a cloth mask leads to other problems. Because like, it builds um, up bacteria inside the mask. And then you right? breathe that in. And you get different diseases, shit like that. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Anybody thinks yeah. the mask works is, needs to do their research I, a little better. You know. Yeah, I even asked a lot of people in school what they thought about the mask, and they, and I've told them that it doesn't work, and they actually are on the same page almost as me. Yeah. When it comes to that. Yeah. Oh, a lot of even my, a lot of my coworkers too. Oh uh, yeah. Though some. Some are just not willing to speak out. You know, I'm actually the yeah, only mask-exempt guy out of everybody that works for us, and we have, like, 50-plus people. Because I was the only one who stood up to the boss and, like, listen, here's the bylaw, which is actually a great breach of our human rights anyway, and that's why the government's losing in court right now, because it's a human rights violation, yep. right, to force people to wear a mask. Uh, but, uh, if you actually look at all the bylaws, the bylaws actually have a section under the, um, exemption clauses that state that if you are exempt, if you claim to be exempt, they have no right to question you about that exemption. There you go. No right. That's the I've law. I've told people that actually, and they're like, hmm. Yeah, just pull up the yeah. law. I mean, all the bylaws are, are for each, uh, county or city are on the web, so you can, exactly. you can look it up. That's where I got it go. from. And I'm, you know, I work for a multi-million dollar company. So if I'm telling them that, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure right? just, I'm sure they'll be fine with it. Like, I'm sure they don't. Care. Oh, they don't, they don't bother me about it. 
Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah. So I appreciate Alrighty. a lot of my coworkers. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So back on the topic, we're actually going to go talk about what we will be talking about in later episodes and shit. So basically the premise is like, um, history like Operation Paperclip or the Roswell UFO crash in 47. And we'll be talking about like global politics, the scandals, you know, like the recent Wii scandal in Canada from Justin Justin Trudeau. Oh God, there's the Wii scandal. There's the SNC Lavalin scandal. There's the, um, there's a girl out in BC when Justin Trudeau was going to school claiming that, um, he raped her or there was some miss sexual conduct of some kind, but they covered all that up too. And he actually like a month after he was brought in his first term, he took the bribe from the Aga Khan and went to his Island for the weekend. Well, that's a big no, no. Right. Yeah, isn't he on the list? It's an or ethics something? violation. You know? There you go. Justin Trudeau is deep state trash. Oh, yeah. Well, so, he's right along Doug Ford, you know, and little going to jail. Christia both Freeland. They're both George Soros loving little pimps, you know? I mean, there's been a, there's, there's a picture on the internet showing very clearly George Soros talking with Trudeau and Christia Freeland. If it doesn't get any more obvious than that, then maybe people should, uh, you know, actually wake up yeah reveal what's you know try to make understanding of what's going on yeah even the ndp party man talk about a bunch of communists you know yeah exactly that jagmeet singh has more time to make stupid tiktok videos than he does to actually friggin read read what he's supposed to be doing same with obama he he was like on all memes obama obama was like that's the only thing he did yeah, and that's another thing we're going to be getting into, the entire Obamagate, Spygate scandal. Oh, yeah. That is going to be coming to light really very soon, because we're, <laughs> we're going to be seeing uh, Mr. John Durham making a scene finally soon. Yep. So uh, the hammer is coming. The hammer the is coming. Big man. So, uh, but yeah, that's good. Good shit. That's right. So in a nutshell, this channel is going to be covering... Um, the paranormal, the UFOs, UAPs, extraterrestrials, uh, anything that within that scope. Um, yeah, like secret space program. We're going to be talking about the um, multi-layered um, uh, black ops that the uh, U.S. government and a lot of the other governments are involved in. Um, uh, we're going to be getting into some law stuff, uh, not only in the U.S., but also Canada and around the world. Um, yeah. Getting into also things in the medical field, um, things to do with um, consciousness and people's journeys through through, Spiritual through their, you know, learning what their conscious is, is capable of, uh, things like that. Um, I have a couple of tentative interviews set up with some people. I'm not going to say do who we they are right do, now. So, do we want to do meditations once we actually get this stuff set up? No, I have some people that are really good at that, and I think I'll leave it All to right. them. So, um, All right, cool. Uh, meditation is something that Calvin and I actively participate in. Yep. Um, usually on a daily basis, but sometimes I don't get to do it some days because i got too much stuff going on or I've... You know, or whatever. 
So I'll usually take like a minute out of work or something and just I have an app, a few apps on my phone that help me with that. Yeah. And like with breathing, shit like that helps exactly. me keep content, calm, you know, in one piece. You got to get your feng shui home. home. <laughs> feng shui home. <laughs> right. I, we actually learned about uh, feng shui in class. Oh, yeah. Of religions. Yep. yep. We it's learned a thing. Actually, it's actually a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's pretty crazy, actually. It is. If you think about it, all the religions are interconnected. That's right. I think... Well, yeah. They Each religion each, has a lot of aspects that are similar. Yeah. And some have truth, truthful aspects and some don't. It's all about kind of spreading the information apart. Correct. And just a note, as a note to our uh, audience out there, um, this recording is like a podcast. Uh, our intent is actually to get some video cameras. Um, eventually, we're on an extremely tight budget, so we just can't afford them right now. Um, yeah. But eventually, we will be doing um, live streams and you'll be actually to see you'll be able to see us um, as opposed to just be able to hear us so can't put it can't put out a, uh, a when on that yet because uh, we just don't know so yeah. money is tight yeah. on both our ends so um, so yeah Life's rough. and we will uh, be uploading this to uh, YouTube uh, also Spotify um, as a podcast through the anchor app Um mm -hmm. And Aaron, uh website too, if you're subscribed to that. And uh, probably Rumble and uh, you'll see some stuff on Twitter and Parlor as well. So just bear with us. Um, this is obviously have... something new to us. Calvin's done a bit of uh, YouTubing uh, in the past, uh -huh. but for me, I'm, I'm basically new to it. So I'm learning the process. Um, you know, so it's going to take a little bit of time, so just bear with us, and um, we're going to take you through uh, some interesting experiences and give you some interesting knowledge. Exactly. That's so, what we're all about. That's right. That is what we are all about, for sure. One of my experiences was pretty recent, actually. Um, I'd say around the 27th of October, 2020. Um, so what I experienced was manifestation. Um, so here's how the story goes. I had a nice camo sweater. It was a Nike zip up. It was a gift for my mom. We were into, um, the Ottawa mall. Which one is that? Bayshore. Bayshore. That's it. Bayshore. Um, <laughs> and it was around winter time. Um, it was good. It was a nice sweater. I loved it. It was comfy, cozy. And then just randomly one day, it just kind of, just disappeared on me and then just I couldn't find it I looked all over the house asked my brothers you know I, it wasn't anywhere so then recently I kept a good mind on it you know thinking about it a lot I'm trying to figure out where it could have gone in that time and I guess just without really me knowing I manifested it because one night I was just hanging out with my friends out, out and about, came back, and 
it was sitting there basically right next to me and it was like on top of the laundry and the day before i cleaned basically the whole main level i didn't see it anywhere wow but then that night it just appeared beside me that's amazing and i was like astonished like even even my mom believes me yeah no doubt well, your mom's like, a spiritual woman, but she's kind of like sidestepped off the path a little bit recently. Yeah. Actually, today, dude, I noticed a big change. No she, way. She actually started, she said to me, we're going to only have takeout like once or twice a month. I'm going to start saving up. And then she said she's going to start listening to um, different frequency levels like the, uh, what are those? I forget what it's called. Oh, that hurts. But there's Different a certain hurts. type of music. Yep. Um, and it just helps your keep your mind calm. Yep. And she's cleaning up actually now. She cleaned up the whole kitchen. She's cooking. You know. That's yeah, good. It's good. I think That's she's good. going on to a good path now. That's good. That's good. Everybody has their path. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. It's just a matter of time when you start it. Precisely. Now exactly. You can finish it. That's it. That's it, dude. There you go. And that was my experience. With yeah, that's a pretty cool experience, actually. Manifestation. Yep. Positive manifestations. And so. actually, recently, I've been trying to figure it out again. Trying to manifest something else, you know? Cool. Alrighty. Alrighty. That's excellent. That's it. So... Anything, any last words before you sign off, Calvin? I hope you all have an amazing night or day wherever you are. Live your life well. Live your, you know, love your family, friends. And, you know. It's all about the day. love. It's all about the all love. All about the love. And we love you guys. That's right. So this is Future Eclipse for the end of our first episode. Signing off.